Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 63, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2! Ha It's a story! It's big! Never boring! No way! For his glory! Always! It's God's Big Story! So welcome back everyone, it's Wednesday and, well, today I guess we are officially two years and one week old. <gasps> Cake, Dave? No. Oh, okay. Oh, hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So Marvin, how are you mooing today? Oh, not bad, Dave. But gosh, that Hector. It's like talking to the wall. You know, he went into the kitchen earlier to grab something, and I asked him to grab me an O.J. from the fridge. He came back and uh, said he'd forgotten. Sheesh, that cow. Uh, I see. Uh, Not a great listener, huh? No, he sucks, Dave. He's so annoying. Yeah, I know. And today's the day we're going to think about being listened to. But before we get to that, it is Wednesday, and I see a small wolf has arrived. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's going to tell us a joke. Hey, Benjamin. How are you doing, Benjamin? Oh, I'm good, Dave. Yeah, just starting to plan my summer vacation. Oh, I see. Very nice. So where are you off to? Well, I don't know yet, but I hear Austria's nice. Oh, okay. Vienna? Oh, no. No, I don't want to go there. Okay. Uh, Salzburg? No. Well, okay. So where do you want to go? Wolfsburg, Dave. Of course. So, I guess because it's called Wolfsburg? Oh, don't be silly, Dave. That would be ridiculous. I'm not going to travel all the way across Europe because it's got wolf in its name. Oh, okay. Well, so why then? Well, I hear they have an excellent laser tag arena for a start. Okay, fair enough. So you like laser tag, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I play every week with my team. They call me the wolf. Oh, though that might be because I'm a wolf, I guess. Yeah, hard to know, eh? Anyway, Benjamin, well, do you have a joke for us? Well, that's why I come here, Dave. So, get ready to laugh, everyone. Here it comes. What did Hezekiah do at the barbecue when his mom said he couldn't eat any more food? I don't know, Benjamin. What did Hezekiah do at the barbecue when his mom said he couldn't have any more food? He snuck a rib. (laughs) (laughs) Because it sounds like that Assyrian guy, Sennacherib. Oh, that's a good one, Benjamin. Yep, thank you, Benjamin. Oh, no worries, guys. Hey, I'll see everyone next week. Bye, Benjamin. Bye. Okay, Marvin. So, well, yes, yesterday we heard Sennacherib went off to fight that other king. But remember, he sent another message to Hezekiah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said something like, your God can't save you again. Huh? Yep, that's it. And we heard that Hezekiah took that letter and he brought it to the temple. He laid it out before God, and he prayed. And today we're going to hear if God listened to that prayer. Okay, okay, great. So what are we listening for? Well, firstly, what does God say he's going to do to Sennacherib's nose? Oh, his nose, huh? Okay. And secondly, where was Sennacherib when he was killed? Oh, okay. Okay, so what happens to his nose, and where was he when he was killed? Got it. All right then. So, well, over to you, Charlotte. Hello again, everyone. Today I'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 37, verse 21 to 38. Isaiah sent a message to Hezekiah. 
Isaiah said, The Lord is the God of Israel. He says, You have prayed to me about Sennacherib, the king of Assyria. So here is the message the Lord has spoken against him. The Lord is telling him, You will not win the battle over Zion. Its people hate you and make fun of you. The people of Jerusalem lift up their heads proudly as you run away. Who have you laughed at? Who have you spoken evil things against? Who have you raised your voice against? Who have you looked at so proudly? You have done it against me. I am the Holy One of Israel. Through your messages, you have laughed at me again and again. And you have said, I have many chariots. With them, I have climbed to the tops of the mountains. I have climbed the highest mountains in Lebanon. I've cut down its tallest cedar trees. I've cut down the best of its juniper trees. I've reached its farthest mountains. I've reached its finest forest. I've dug wells in other lands. I've drunk water from them. I've walked through all the streams of Egypt. I've dried up every one of them. But I, the Lord, say, Haven't you heard what I have done? Long ago I arranged for you to do this. In days of old I planned it. Now I have made it happen. You have turned cities with high walls into piles of stone. Their people do not have any power left. They are troubled and put to shame. They are like plants in the field. They are like new green plants. They are like grass that grows on a roof. It dries up before it is completely grown. But I know where you are. I know when you come and go. I know how very angry you are with me. You roar against me and brag. And I have heard your bragging. So I will put my hook in your nose. I'll put my bit in your mouth and I will make you go home the same way you came. The Lord said, Hezekiah, here is a sign for you. This year you will eat what grows by itself. Next year you will eat what grows from that. But in the third year you'll plant your crops and gather them in. You will plant your grapevines and eat their fruit. The people of the kingdom of Judah who are still alive will be like plants. Out of Jerusalem will come the people who remain. Out of Mount Zion will come those who are still left alive. Here is a message from me about the king of Assyria. I say he will not enter the city. He will not even shoot an arrow at it. He will not come near it with a shield. He will not build a ramp in order to climb over its walls. By the way that he came he will go home. He will not enter the city announces the Lord. I will guard the city and save it. I will do it for myself. And I will do it for my servant David. Then the angel of the Lord went into the camp of the Assyrians. He put to death 185,000 soldiers there. The people of Jerusalem got up the next morning. They looked out and saw all the dead bodies. So Sennacherib the king of Assyria took the army tents down. Then he left. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day Sennacherib was worshipping in the temple of his god Nisroch. His sons, Adramalek and Sharzir, killed him with their swords. Then they escaped to the land of Ararat. Esar Haddon became the next king after his father, Sennacherib. Thanks, Charlotte. Okay, Marvin. So, what will God do to Sennacherib's nose? Oh, well, it's said God would put his hook in his nose. What's that about, Dave? <laughs> It's 
Hey, everybody! <laughs> hey, Professor, so yeah, what's with God putting a hook in Sennacherib's nose? Is that like a fishing hook? No, no, Marvin, not so much. You see, the Assyrians, when they conquered a city or a country, well, they would take the important people, like the king or the other leaders, and they would put hooks right through their noses, and they would lead them out and parade them in front of the king. Oh, that doesn't sound very nice. No, it wasn't. No, it was humiliating. Yeah, it was the Assyrians' way of saying, hey, you're not important now. You're no great king anymore. Look, you are nothing. We can lead you around by the nose. Oh, okay, so God putting a hook in Sennacherib's nose. Well, yeah, he wasn't really going to put an actual hook in there, but God was saying, I will show you who is really in charge, yeah? You think that you're the greatest king in the whole world, but I am the god of the universe. Okay, got it. Yeah, thanks, Professor. Okay, so next question, Marvin. Where was Sennacherib when his sons killed him? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was in the temple of his god, Nisroch, right? Yep, exactly. Hezekiah's god stopped an entire army, 185,000 soldiers, in a single night. He protected Jerusalem so that not even an arrow was fired at it. But Sennacherib's god, he couldn't even protect him in his own temple. Yeah, I've kind of noticed that's the problem with fake gods, huh, Dave? They don't do a whole lot. That's it. They don't hear prayers. They don't answer prayers. Nothing. Boys and girls, here we are, more than two and a half thousand years later, and some things haven't really changed at all. There are still people who, just like Sennacherib, would tell us, your god can't do anything. He's just like all the other false gods all around the world. It's all nonsense. But, boys and girls, our god is different. In the Bible, we see his amazing plan for this world play out over thousands of years. We see him keep every one of his promises. We see that our God came and walked among us so that we would know who he is. Our God is the God who died and rose again to save us. Ours is not a false God. Our God lives and reigns and hears and answers prayers. So today, let's thank God that we do not talk to a lump of wood or stone, like Sennacherib's Nisroch, who could do nothing to save him, we talk to the Lord God Almighty, who can do all things. Yeah, we do, Dave. And, well, that is it for this Wednesday, boys and girls. So, have a wonderful afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow for an interesting Thursday. Okay, great. Yeah, well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org. <laughs>